Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Are you a brew head? I'm a brew head. Y'all a brew heads? Yeah, we brew heads. So pour a glass of craft beer. We can do this. Yeah. What's good, y'all? This is C-Certified Brewhead. And I am Tiffany, Liquid Enthusiast. And welcome to episode eight of Beer Nuts the Podcast. Uh, I was about to say adjunct. It's the Link Up series. Yes, it is. Episode eight, which is the third episode in the second season of series. So many I'm getting numbers. all these words and numbers What's confused. the third? It's because there's so much happening. Do you know what? <laughs> well, it's the third beer of series two. But we did five episodes out of series one instead of the sixth one didn't work out. Mm-hmm. So then... That's all of that, but that it okay. matters well, not. The numbers are We're just over confusing. Okay. Either way, welcome back, guys. I hope you checked the first two episodes out with uh, Overhop and, of course, Blood Brothers. Fantastic conversations this evening. The latest beer to come out of Link Up is from uh, one of our favorite breweries of all time. This brewery is very dear to me. They were uh, very instrumental in my early um beer beer, yeah beer yeah. i was gonna say beer development or just a discovery of craft beer so to have these guys involved in the project is phenomenal so please welcome liam and gordo of nickelbrook brewery welcome guys hey. the whole crowd's here look for at you it guys. brought everyone <laughs> welcome fellas yeah. welcome back liam welcome for the first time gordo great to have you freaking legends with us appreciate you Cheers. Thanks for having us, man. I wish everyone could see uh, the peek behind the curtains that we just had of you guys setting up. That was <laughs> Sorry about that. Actually, not everyone gets to see that. So yeah. I want to no. make sure everyone knows the amount of time and love you put into it. Well, it's usually uh, not that brutal. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, we had a fantastic convo right uh, before this with the all the breweries involved in this uh, this whole, you know. Um, awesome. Uh, collaborative. There you go. You're saying endeavor. better words than me. I think because yeah. I normally would not have had a beer this early in the afternoon, so my brain is not working. But that was uh, super fun, so we didn't set up as uh, smoothly as we would have. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it's been great to to have that conversation and have everyone meet everyone from all mm. the other breweries as well, because yeah, I, I imagine a lot of people didn't know each other. And that was a Nickelbrook <laughs> idea too, so I appreciate you for that. Yeah, yeah, no, it's so great for for us to do things like that because we don't we don't always get to collaborate um, brewery to brewery as much as we'd like to. So especially with breweries like from Quebec as well, you know, so we like love to just like chat and just meet everybody in, in the industry and then connections never uh, die, right? Well, hopefully. So, you know, it's like you never know, maybe a collaboration or something will come out of like doing fun things like this. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, that was kind of the aim. And I think that was when you guys suggested it, that was maybe the, the a bit of a basis of it that because we have this lack of physical presence now, like whether it's events or visiting each other, that, that this is one way to kind of bridge that gap a bit and connect brewers who may not have known each other but been fans of each other's uh, work and, uh, and go from there. So it's super, super cool. So this evening, we are getting right into the Nickelbrook Link Up Beer, this beautiful, gorgeous uh, bad boy here. Do you mind tapping the screen, babe? Well, of course. The, um, and we're going to talk about the beer itself. Look at that. Super cool nice. artwork. There you go. Hey, yeah. Look at that. Oh, mate. Love that seeing it. We love, uh, you know, we were talking about it a little bit early, but we love that um, you guys allowed us to have some creative freedom with the artwork. Um, we thought it was, like, super fun and awesome. Because, oh, you know, nice. not that some of the other collaborations or some of the causes that we brewed for, you know, they give us the artwork that we need to use, which is which is cool. I mean, there's merit in that as well. But being able to kind of put our own spin on on why we're doing this and, and why this is such an important cause for us and being able to illustrate that through through artwork as well is is a lot of fun for us, too. So yeah. cheers. Thanks to you guys for that. 
No, uh, thank you. No, and that's what seriously. we wanted. Thank you. And yeah. I really appreciate that feedback too, because that's what we wanted. Where it was like we're trying to remove as many restrictive restrictions, make everybody feel like super. I don't know, like, yeah, you're taking full ownership of this, but it's just, like, we want to work with you and we want to, like, spread the mission, so. And just, uh, yeah. And I love it now because there's so many different things going on. Like, we just see so many different cans, so many different beer cells. It's really fun. Like, everything's just, like, its own interpretation of what the brewery felt made sense. Mm. I know, it's really cool. Yeah, yeah. totally. And, yeah, it seems no, to really kind of strengthen the brand and stuff, too. Everybody puts their own, own little spin on it, and yeah. it's super unique and stuff, too, even... Even just seeing the couple other breweries that did it, they they really really impressive for sure. Yeah, definitely. Blood, and then, Blood Brothers has, has awesome cans. They always have like such cool cans. I I love their artwork on their stuff. Yeah, yeah they did. Yeah, even when we were talking to the brothers about it, um, because this one's like a new designer that they have too, who's who's doing things too, and it's yes. just really really cool. But like oh, cool. it's like these intricate small things that they had even that you don't realize that were like linked until, up together yeah. or something until you were like looking staring at it. it was very cool and that's kind of a part of these conversations that i've enjoyed because uh, we're, like we were kind of saying on the call before this like we don't get to see it approve it nothing like literally nothing and sometimes we don't see it until it comes. i think this i don't think we saw it until it came out and there's something no, really right. cool about that for us mm -hmm. like it's not like it's trust, never be for sure it's definitely trust it's definitely trust but it's yeah. like when you talk about this so i mean even if we talk through the the artwork here i'm not sure if you guys are able to do that a bit but just to sort of like you know maybe you'll you'll i'll look at the can when i see it, like oh wow that label that is so dope and then mm -hmm. you'll explain and say well you know obviously we've got here uh, it looks like a sun smiling with a black arm and a yellow arm like holding hands saying love it says drink up link up which is great um, I love and, the drink of Liga. and which is super cool. Yeah, uh, different a black, yellow, yeah. pink heart. Um, yeah, maybe like looking through that, and maybe this happened. Well, not maybe, but this has happened every time. When someone's like, "Oh, you see that? That means this." I'm like, "Oh, wow! Like that is super cool." And the thought, I think it's it's not us not interfering. Ha mm -hmm. Like lets you guys be creative internally without any interference. Like you just get in your zone that you guys do, on, you know, on your day to day. And you don't yeah. have a, a third party sort of like throwing in their ideas that might, I don't know, just interfere. And you just let the team and you put your true thoughts behind this. Because if we did, I don't know, I feel like it just, it wouldn't be as cool. But I'd love to hear more about the process and, and what you guys did with the artwork there. Yeah, well, Cole, our designer, um, really, we kind of lay out the the idea not necessarily so much the like the nitty-gritties of the idea but why we're doing the beer and why mm -hmm. this cause is so important to us and and the movement and what we're trying to communicate to to beer consumers who may know about what linked up is or may not know um anybody coming through our retail doors that just might be like oh what is this um you know i want to learn more about it but it's just really about us being excited about, you know, being part of this. And it's just like beer is supposed to be fun and it doesn't always need to be so serious. And, and, and that's what, you know, especially our designer, he does such a good job of, yeah. of illustrating like how much fun that, you know, we're all trying to have and, um, you know, how much, how important it is for us to be involved in, 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 can I call it a movement? Is it, is that yeah. fair to say? Yeah. 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 So, 100%. As, as, as important and as, as much as we love being part of everything that you guys are doing, um, I think we wanted to illustrate that through the artwork. So I, I can't put words in Cole's mouth, but I think that's 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 the underlying concept for sure. I love that. I love that so much. Def definitely Cole's, Cole's done a phenomenal job. He's been a big, big push behind our whole uh, brand 
like our rebranding of all of our core beers and stuff too. And I think this really kind of ties into that having a kind of the same same kind of format and stuff too, but just having a lot of fun with the creativity with it. I think he he's done a, done such a good job for sure. Couldn't agree more. The uh, the new branding, like you said, the layout, I love it. We were fortunate to be a part of the focus group with Jen and um, I think I think her name is Leanne. I'm not sure if she's around anymore. But we had a that was really cool to see some of the yep. like the classics. Yeah, it was and, cool. and to see the way they changed into side the, by um, sides. And, yeah, 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 yeah. So cool. And even though we did the collab uh, in I think it was fall, early fall, like in September, the Green Apple Lager collab yeah, with you yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. It was so yeah. dope, man. Like I'm so like you don't understand. Like that's why it was such a big deal for us because that beer, the original Green Apple Pilsner. It was our first ever brewery visit um, that my friend and I, who started the podcast with me, went to, and John Romano was there, and he took us down. We were just dudes, like it was 2011, and he just took yep. us downstairs and let, let let us go with a whole bunch of low fills of the um, the green apple, and it was just something we were like, wow, this is what beer people are like. You just walk in, they'll just show you around, like like, and they just give you beer. Like, what is what is going on? And like for that to be able to come back, reimagine that beer with you know Liam and Jen and um, the team at the time, and it was. Uh, it's just really special for us personally, so that's why like you guys have uh, you know, really important to us for uh, for doing this. So I love seeing the the growth of, of of your branding and your brewery and stuff, and it's just really cool now to see the way that you've represented everything on on the can. I love it so much. Yeah, yeah really Did good. we describe the beer? No, we did it right. No, I'm sorry, we got we started with the label out first. I'd love to hear about the beer itself. Obviously, yeah. this is something new, and this is Gordo. You've come all the way from Vancouver. Um, was this your first recipe that you designed for Linkup? I mean, for um, uh, uh, yeah. So this has kind of like been a been a little passion project for me too. Um, kind of just stepping up into like a larger, larger size brew house and stuff too, and just kind of learning all the, all the ins and outs of it. But then also like the, uh, the really nice benefits of being able to have like a, a really nice whirlpool, uh, vessel, and just tr- trying to be able to utilize that to like the fullest extent there. Um, cause I'm kind of used to working on like a super old school, 25 year old brew house where you just kind of, you make it make do with what you got kind of thing. And then right. having all the, we kind of equated to using, have like a nice finely tuned Ferrari as a brew house and it takes a lot more <laughs> upkeep too, but, <laughs> um, it has a lot of, a lot of really nice bells and whistles for sure. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's, it's kind of like, uh, tying different elements from like my past brewing career and stuff as well too. Like it's, it's definitely heavily inspired by my, uh, trip to New Zealand a couple of years ago. Love it. And then also a really fun, fun beer that I did in, at R&B that was, uh, was called the green screen IPA. I love that. And just kind of like the, the hop. Yeah. Just oh, like the did. hopping technique and, uh, yeah. uh, just kind of going for it with, with some, some double dry hops and just kind of making uh, like a really, really nuanced, uh, but also approachable uh, kind of IPA that has a lot of different layers to it, but it still still has a lot of mass appeal for sure. For sure. Um, that's just so funny because we did a marketing episode and we called that out as like really, really cool marketing in general, like that beer marketing. So <laughs> that's awesome. I, was asking, yeah. I was asking Jen if yeah. you had anything yeah. to do with that beer and she said, I'm not sure, you can ask him. <laughs> so you answer that? Uh, yeah. Uh, here's, cool. the, here's the time. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So that was, uh, that was actually with their designers at uh, St. Bernadine. There, actually, we're quite closely with trying to design all of our labels and stuff there, mm-hmm. um, and that was kind of one of their initiatives that they brought to us as an idea. That was fun. Um, and so it was cool. like they wanted to adapt our core beer, the new chill and pale ale, into that. And I was like, ah, let's let's make this special and just do do a big one off. And we had a lot of extra kind of fun, cool hops laying around. And I was like, ah, let's let's go for it. Mm-hmm. Just load it up and. And it, it blew up too. Honestly, like we were on the news and all that stuff. It was I can pretty see awesome. Why. Yeah, it's so cool. <laughs> 
yeah. such a such a dope thing. Yeah. Definitely worth uh, looking up. Um, so this bee has Citra, Nelson, Galaxy, and Magnum. Um, Patrick from Blood Brothers was just saying uh, that he thought it was a pretty interesting use of that particular hop in a dry hop because I guess it's not, you know, known for for that. So I don't know if you want to got anything to speak to on the the hop usage there. Yeah, for sure. So the uh, kind of kind of like a similar standard kind of technique I've been using for the past little while too is just like having getting most of your like theoretical bitterness from the from the magnum hop at the start of the boil, mm-hmm. and then uh, basically like putting in as almost as mu- as many hops as you can right near the end at the whirlpool there, okay. um, and just trying to nail nail the temperature that you're adding them at just to kind of get get the most expressive notes and stuff out of them as well. Um, so that we actually only use the, uh, the Citra galaxy, uh, for the whirlpool. And then we use a big, huge, like a super large dose of Nelson for the, the second dry hop. Okay. And then I was able to do like a dry hop cycle essentially as well too, just to kind of Nelson's like the, one of the, one of the best hops in the world for sure. So just yeah. trying to really want to highlight that one at the end for definitely. Awesome. Um, I'm noting down some tasting notes now, I guess I'm definitely getting a lot of citrus on this as well. Nice. Longy little yeah. citrusy zest. There's like a touch of like a uh, like little bitterness in the background from that, like citrusy grapefruit type of thing. Yeah. 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 yeah um, grapefruit was a big, big descriptor that we had for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Which I enjoy. Um, no, this is, this is really solid guys. This is exactly what, uh, you know, this is why we don't interfere with the, the, the product because I, you know, I imagine this is, you know, True to what you guys do, it's, it's super crushable, super approachable, and this is the type of beer that we definitely want to make sure that it's you know it's, it's flying off the the shelves and out yeah. of the fridges. Um, yeah, and it's just it looks great. Um, how's the response been, by the way, from from folks so far? I know it hasn't been that long, but it's been good, man. Yeah. It's like it's uh, yeah, everyone's super into it. It's an IPA, so it's hard not yeah. to. Uh, <laughs> not to have good response on it but uh yeah for sure like everyone's into it so far awesome and i love, love that it. one yeah. thing that we do like too especially for those when they do the ipa it's kind of like many basically almost everybody made something where it's like you know your audience is going to get excited about it, like your customers are going to get excited so you know like you're not good they, no one did like so far very obscure something that someone like a barley wine or something like that and was like hey guys like <laughs> Come on and support and pick up this thing you generally never buy. Like everybody did something, which is kind of like, oh, we know our consumers, they love this stuff. We're going to give them this. Yeah, and for sure. And, you know, like part of the reason for choosing an IPA is like because this this cause is like, you know, so near and dear to us that, you know, we wanted to make sure that we raise as much awareness as possible for it. And mm-hmm. obviously the style of beer and IPA is going to be the one that moves the most. Right. So it's, uh, it was a little bit of an intentional move there as well. Yeah. I love the intentionality behind that um, too. And um, now you're just talking about like causes that are dear to you. So you Mm -hmm. all, you're the first black is beautiful. I had um, back in the day, back in the day, as in like June, 2020, whatever. Yeah. Like back in the day, um, you know, what is time? Yeah. It doesn't even exist. So yeah. Um, so the fact that you were doing that, it's not like every brewery Ontario was doing that either. So like, I'd be curious to kind of hear about like why link up was important, but also like why these initiatives in general are important to you all. Well, I think, um, you know, as being one of the older craft breweries in Ontario, we have, um, we have a responsibility to keep growing and keep pushing initiatives and being part of these things. Um, 
you know, it's not, it's more important now than ever to really try and drive diversity in craft brewing. Um, you know, you guys know it, we all know it's no secret. It's, it's primarily male dominant white males. So, and you know, there's only so much growth, um, that sort of, a you know, group of people can help grow a business or help grow an industry as a whole. So, you know, for us, it's, it's more about trying to get as much diversity into our brew house as possible. And, and in our everyday day-to-day working lives to help try and grow the brewery and help try and drive awareness and help try and, you know, grow the industry as a whole. So it's, you know, there's only so far we can push it, um, but we need people's backgrounds and we need other people's experiences and, and ideas and we, and, you know, collaborations and, and like a melting pot, we need everybody to come in and, and be a part of the brewing industry. Um, and yeah, really, I mean, that's, that's why this initiative was so important for us. And, you know, you know, Nickelbrook grew, we're growing and, and unfortunately, you know, there isn't as much of um, diverse resumes that we're getting as we'd like. So mm-hmm. I think a big piece of that is an education piece. I, and, and from our end, you know, what we're trying to do is just make sure that we're educating people that we are a safe space to work in. We, we open our arms to anybody and everybody who has any interest in the craft brewing industry at all, just, just to come and talk to us, at least, at least talk to us, you know, don't, don't make um, assumptions right off the bat that, you know, if you think that's what brewing is, or if you're, if you think that's what, because it has been for a long time, it's just important for us and for you guys with the linked up initiatives, just help raise awareness and just have those conversations and just start bringing people in who are iffy on having a career in craft beer or want one and not sure where to start or, do you know what I mean? Am I, is this- Yeah, 100%, yeah. like 100%. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, the, the Black is Beautiful initiative was super important for us because, again, it's just raising, you know, that it's just having those conversations. It's just, you know, when somebody comes through our retail space and what is Black is Beautiful? What is it? You know what I mean? That's that's what we want. That's what we're, we're, we're striving for is those conversations to start so that we can say, well, sit down, let's have a beer, let's talk about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the uh, the Brave Noise, again, that was another collab that we did and super near and dear to our hearts. And it's just about, you know, raising awareness that Nickelbrook um, is a safe place to work and have a beer and have conversations. And if there are conversations where you're upset about something, that's fair too, because we'd love to have those conversations. It can't all be happy and smiley and, you know, sweeping shit under the rug like a lot of people have been doing recently. So. Yeah. Uh, it's try. It's time to bring some of this stuff to light, and uh, you know, and that's why we're so thankful for you guys to be doing something like this. And um, it it gives us a stepping stone, and it gives breweries a stepping stone to start having those conversations. So, huge kudos to you guys on this, and and we love being a part of it. So, um, anything that we can do to help um, make craft beer more diverse is is where we want to be. I love that. It's awesome, man. I love that. So, so perfectly said. It's perfectly. 
Go, go. Sorry, just, just to add to it's 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 really cool how a lot of these projects and stuff are kind of acting as like a vessel to start these conversations and stuff as well, and it kind of just a way to break down some of the walls and stuff too. Like I think Liam just said it perfectly too, but just to kind of like creating a safe space, and then like if you have a lot of these projects coming out, then it's it's really should kind of show everybody that we're we're always open for ideas and suggestions and stuff too, and nobody's perfect, but we can. All we can do is keep on learning and growing as a as a team and as a company and stuff. And it, I think it's it's super important to keep these these conversations going for sure. That's a really good point, man. That like that was why we I happened to I think I was talking to Liam and Jen about something else, and I was like, hey, by the way, this is what this is, and they were like, oh, they were already familiar with it and already super excited, so it was super easy. But I I thought to ask. Because mm-hmm. Nickelbrook had been involved in Black is Beautiful, had been involved in LGBT uh, initiatives and a few other different things that I'm yeah, sure... Yeah, Brave Noise is a good one, for example, too. Exactly. It's like, of course you were involved in that. Like, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. I was about to say, any- so, yeah, go on, please. No, I was just going to say, like, any anything that we can be involved with is, is super important to us. And, and you know, like, um, our Small Latch program um, is really a vessel for a lot of that sort of stuff. It's, it's how do we take what we're already doing and something that people already love and how do we tie it into making it a bigger concept or a bigger initiative outside of just these four walls. It's mm-hmm. like, how do we, what's going on around us? What kind of uh, conversations are already happening yeah. that we can tie this beer into to help, you know, drive more awareness that way. I love it. Yeah. Uh, and that's that's totally it, man. And like, I was just gonna sort of piggyback on that to see, like, what would what I, I obviously we talked about Black is Beautiful, but some of the other initiatives that you guys have been involved in, um, have like, how has that like manifested in your team and in the sort of real world? So you know, have you seen an influx in a diverse consumer base from doing Black is Beautiful, which may have garnered some attention, or some of these other similar things, or other, you know, whatever other, um, you know, if it's LGBT or other different um, consumer bases that align with these category, uh, not category, initiatives. Yeah. Like, have you seen, like, the, the, has that resulted in something in the real world? And not only just that, but into the, the team itself and the, the resumes that you're getting and the interest in the positions? Um. I really, I really want to say it has, but you know, internally, yes, a hundred percent. I think like all of our staff and and everybody that's working now fully understands that like what we're doing is is bigger than uh, just making beer at this point. It's right. it's it's you know it's it's a bigger conversation that we're having now, and I think people that are working for us are starting to fully understand that. Um, a big part of, um, you know, what we did and I, I applaud the, uh, brave noise, um, people for doing it was, um, holding us responsible for writing a code of conduct. Mm -hmm. Um, it wasn't, it wasn't just about being part of that. It was like holding breweries responsible to actually, you know, make change, which I, which I applaud them for. I think that's, I think that's huge because a lot of the times and, um, you know, I don't want to, you know, sometimes these initiatives can be become more marketing initiatives than they are like, yeah, for good. And I, and I hate to, I'm not calling anyone, you know, that's not what I'm trying to do, but I, but I applaud them for, for, for holding these brewers responsible and making sure that, we're doing it and we're not only 
doing it in front of the consumer, but we're doing it internally as well. So, so we had a code of conduct written and, you know, it's hanging on every wall possible. You can't even go anywhere in the brewery without seeing it. Um, and it's, uh, it's just, a, it's just to show people our consumers and it's an everyday reminder of, to our employees that this is a safe space for everybody. And, and if you don't, agree with that and if you don't want to be a part of this then you either need to leave or you need to be educate yourself on it mm -hmm. or take the necessary steps in and moving in the right direction because that's where the company's headed right now so uh we kind of need everyone to be on board love that yeah i think it's so cool that you did that too and i like that part of brave noise where it's just like you can't just say you did this beer it's like you need to take it to the next level. I love yeah. that. I yeah. think it's one of the only, I was just actually, as you were sort of saying, I was like, I wonder if there's something that we could add to link up. I, like a, I was going to say that on the call we had yeah. earlier when you guys were, were you know, asking about we're it. Open, I, I think it's a, I think it's a really cool um, concept to, to hold the breweries responsible. Not only are they brewing the beer, but it's, they're also responsible for taking action as well. Mm. So I, I don't know what that is for you guys or whatever, maybe we can all like set up a we call and have a brainstorm yeah. on, yeah. on what that is, which yeah. we'd love to be a part of. But um, oh, yeah. uh, no, I love I love that angle of it for sure. You always yeah, have great ideas. You always come yeah, up with great ideas. Yeah, killing the game. <laughs> yeah, keep them going. I, <laughs> I think, no, it's, I'm sorry this just, conversation just is so heavy. I, don't, I normally am not this like intense and serious. I don't want to be a... I, you know, a funny guy all the time. But I think this is a serious, it's a serious conversation. It is, you know? so it sometimes is. I need to set some of the jokes aside. And we're trying and to make, yeah, we're trying to make serious change. She's so adding it to the list now. I'm adding it to your list. We have list. a meeting next yeah, week. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's just, it's, it's, just jumping yeah, off go to of that too. Sorry, Craig. Yeah, um, I think like just the more, more visible and stuff, these kind of like code of conducts and just the, like this, the safe space on the front doors and stuff like that too. I think it also, really helps to direct like some customer conversations that are don't even need to be started by staff and stuff like that. If they notice a lot of these, a lot of these initiatives as they walk into the building, I think it really like, hopefully it, it sets some, some people at ease a little bit. And then it also helps to, to start some converse, difficult conversations amongst other people mm -hmm. uh, that were maybe just like, oh, I'm just going to go grab a pint at my fa favorite local brewery. And then it's just like, they start having deeper conversations as to why, why we're the only type of people that look like this in this building. And it's like, mm -hmm. well, that's, that's not right. It should be, should be uh, like an encompassing view of the entire neighborhood and stuff like that as well. Mm -hmm. So I think that's just the more visible and out in the open it is uh, even indirectly. I think it, it helps to start a lot of, a lot of deeper conversations for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. No, no I agree. 100%. Yeah. I, I wasn't even thinking about that. It's like, as a, um, yeah, just as a consumer, as you walk in, you're like, oh, okay, hold on a second, you know? Like, yeah, just make them think, giving them some opportunity to think and not just be like, okay, I'm going to come and drink and leave, you know? It's just, yeah. Um, yeah, leave with a little... Yeah, little, leave uh, with a, some, a, a, something to think about. Yeah, it's just something scene. to think about and you'll probably be more yeah. aware as you frequent other places. It just makes you start thinking differently, which is important. Like, some people just, like, are literally in their own world and don't even realize there's any problem at all and think everything's great and just needs to be presented with that to just think differently for a second. So, yep. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, cool. Kind of yeah. helps take the blinders off a little bit. Yeah. But. Yeah. Which I guess is the intention with all these types of initiatives is just for awareness and make people just, Hey, stop for a second. Just think about the, Hey, yeah. why doesn't this room reflect what I see when I leave the room? Mm -hmm. 
and mm-hmm. how do we exactly. fix that? Because it's like it's kind of like you were saying earlier, like it's boring if you if we don't have that level of experience. That the different. I think one of the most important things, or two of them, are the palette, is in like there's so many different things that if we're a monoculture that we're mm-hmm. just missing out on. But to the uh, the other perspectives, like the biggest example we always sort of bring up is the H and M one with the uh, the that crazy sweater that they got through all these levels of approvals, but if they had one person of color on the board deciding this stuff, it wouldn't have got through. For so, those who don't know. Yeah, I just didn't want to say H&M did a sweater, and it was like a black kid wearing a shirt that said coolest monkey in the jungle, which is like if you had any person who was black on the board, they would have been like, whoa, whoa, well, whoa, hey, all. Probably scale back might not that. look the best. Yeah, it oh, was yeah, just it a disa- pretty, marketing disaster. Yeah. Um, but that's yeah. what happens when you don't have diverse people at various levels because somebody, sure. they didn't have somebody to stop, which would have for sure happened if they had one person who was like tapped in on that side. So, mm, absolutely. Yeah. And if yeah. this type of thing can make people think and be like, huh, because it's not even just about diversifying to the tap room that I'm, uh, you know, there's the consumer base, there's the you know front of house, there's the back of house, but even almost more importantly, like the kind of leadership or executive kind of levels um, yes. where these decisions are made so that you do have a variety of perspectives. So it's not like, uh, I don't want like affirmative action for the sake of it, but to actually contribute to the betterment of the, of the company and the decisions that you're making are actually made with taking as many different perspectives and, and be like, okay, well, if we do this, what are the ramifications? But okay, so if we go this way, but if everyone is just a bunch of white dudes with beards, there's only so much world experience and, and knowledge that that would bring to the table. And there's going to be things that are inherently uh, going to be missed. So yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. Um, even just touching on briefly, because we've been obviously all, all of our um, uh, participating breweries have been in Ontario and Quebec thus far. Being at Gordo, you came from... Um, the West Coast in Vancouver there. I don't know if you've just got any just general thoughts about, you know, are there any initiatives out there that are sort of trying to diversify uh, beer? I imagine it's just as equally, you know, white and male um, in BC as it is here. And excuse me, are there any just thoughts on just the, the BC kind of world that you've just left to, to come out here, like that for, for better or worse? Yeah, it's a, it's kind of tough too. like, I've definitely noticed a lot of parallels between the two provinces. And I, uh, like before I went out to Vancouver, I was working at uh, block three and Aburb as well too. Oh, cool. So I have a, a little bit of experience working, working here for sure. But, um, at the, at the same time, like I was really lucky to work with, uh, a lot of people that were fresh out of the, the KPU program out there, which is their brewing school. Um, and at the same time, it's, I've heard a lot of really sad stories about, um, particularly female, a couple of females that I worked with where they were denied, uh, like career advancement opportunities just because they were female. And, um, one story was somebody wasn't promoted to being a, a brewer, even though she was there, uh, doing an amazing job as a seller person for a couple of years. And just because they said that she needed to have the perfect cellaring day uh, before she was able to be promoted as a brewer. And that just doesn't exist. You know, it's, mm. it's completely, that's like a complete cop out for not being able to promote somebody. And then mm. uh, we were, we were lucky enough to realize how amazing she was and brought her on as a brewer. And then I wrote her an amazing recommendation letter and now she's an assistant head brewer at another, another brewery there. So I'm, nice. I'm super, super proud of her for sure. But. Cool. So yeah. I guess there's a lot of work to be done nationally. Then there's uh, in, in both globally, yeah, global, globally. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, 
Yeah, yeah, obviously it's been brought to light. To I think we I don't know if we touched on that uh, last live, but yeah, with Erin uh, from Little Beast is, is bringing a bunch of uh, situations to light, mostly in Ontario, but uh, you know out this way um, and across the country, I guess it's starting to spread. So yeah, whether it's gender, whether it's you know um, ethnicity, whether it's sexuality, uh, anything like that, there's definitely a lot of work to be done across the board. And uh, I know there's a lot of great people doing some work. I know you guys have worked with, um, I believe you've worked, you've done collabs with Ren. Navarro, yeah? Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Yep. Yeah. She's um, the best, yeah. Yeah, Ren's <laughs> awesome. Okay, yeah, everyone knows Ren. She's yeah. the greatest. Um obviously Laurie from All Sauce, you did the, the thank you done multiple beers, but of course the um the the two black is beautiful with her. Yeah. Yeah. I think, or at least the first one. Maybe the second one too. Uh, we did one, which was Black is Beautiful, and then we did one uh, for autism. For her daughter. Mm. Okay. That was yes. dope as well. So cool. Um, you guys yeah. are so nice. You're just like so like caring. <laughs> I know. It's so nice. It's so like what craft beer is supposed to be. It's just like it's wholesome. You know those wholesome exactly. things you follow on Instagram? Well, I do. Because oh, yeah. the world's so messed up. I start so following all these like memes? wholesome memes yeah. accounts now. Like a kid getting And that's how I feel. Like yeah. when I was thinking about Nickelbrook, I'm like, oh, you guys are just like doing so much good. It's so nice. It just feels good. You know, like, Love yeah. it. And thank I need to get some puppies for... in the tap room. Right? <laughs> yeah, Basically. You. And you're set. <laughs> and so thank you for saying that. Thank because you. Because yeah. there's a lot of work that goes into this stuff. And sometimes we feel like it doesn't get noticed or, you know, we get a little bit discouraged because we feel like all the work we put in isn't really moving the needle. But so it means a lot to us when, when you say something like that. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah. No, and thank yeah, you. Guys, it means, means a ton. Thank you. Yeah. Beautiful. Well, no, it's definitely going. It's definitely noticed. I'd say for sure. Yeah. And it's beautiful what you're doing. And you're definitely, I think what you also said was that you feel like there's a responsibility there as being one of the older breweries. So it's like you are leading, you are leading in this area. And it's, it's super key in terms of when we're looking at outlook, like what does the future look like? This is what it needs to look like. Yeah. That we're taking cheers. responsibility for the communities that we're in. So yes. Uh, and not everyone is doing it. Yeah. Cheers to that. to that for sure. Yeah. Preach. Absolutely. Um, yeah. yeah. Not everyone's doing it and not everyone is aware of it as well. So sometimes there's not, you know, it's not like a fault of anyone, but the fact that you guys have a, a team of people who are, are all equally seem, you know, super passionate about this from, you know, you, Liam, you and Jen in marketing to, to the production with Gordo and everyone else there. And, and I, you know, it seems to be like a company wide value that that's held. And, you know, it's, I think it's really reassuring to know that, the, like you said, the future is looking bright being that you are doing this. And even sometimes with us, you know, we've only, We've been pushing it obviously through BOS from the beginning and uh, we're not brewery owners or anything, but we, you know, are always trying to spread that message. And sometimes it does feel like, oh man, like, you know, is this doing anything? But I, I think it's more just like chipping away bit by bit by bit. And I think over time, it's going to be one of those things where we'll start to really see it and we just have to keep moving even if it doesn't feel like it is. You know, all of, all of us collectively using our platform, our voices, our connections, our networks to continuing to do this and to, to put it as a priority, um, whether it's, you know, diversity on this side or, or any of the other wonderful causes that are necessary um, that everyone is supporting. So, yeah, I feel like it's, it's, a, it's a journey that we're all on together, whether we realize it or not. Yeah. yeah. And we just got to keep, keep plugging away. As, as, and I think connecting like we did today earlier on that call, which once again, the, the idea of your team, it was just so like, like man, why haven't we should have done that the first time? We need to do this every time. Like this is just mm -hmm. so like cool for everybody, and it was just so nice to have everyone there represented and just sharing ideas and and connecting in a, at a time when we have been disconnected, not through any fault of any of ours, but you know the way that things are. So 
yeah, it's it's really encouraging. So yeah. um, I know we are, I'm just being conscious of the time. I know we've kind of gone a bit over. And um, Was there anything else you want to touch on? No, that good? was perfect. Really, truly, truly appreciate you guys like very much. So I can't express that enough. Yes. Thank you for participating in Link Up. Thank you for everything that you do for the community. It's just so important. So yeah, just uh, ending in gratitude. I like that. On this Friday Love evening. It. Or Wednesday when you're it. listening to this. It'll be a Wednesday. <laughs> I was like, Friday. <laughs> It's a Friday right here. Um, just before yeah. we get uh, the, the summary here, and we'll, we'll get where everyone can find you online, let's take the screenshot with the... Oh, uh, if you want to grab the cans, if you have it uh, handy. Spread the love. I'm going to go this side. Okay, you're doing that, then I'm going to do like a... Oh, no, you're doing a picture. You, you know the vibes. You ready? Oh, that is stunning. Wonderful. Um, both of you guys, where can everyone find Nickelbrook online? And if you would personally like to be found online, please uh, let the people know. Gordo, hit him up. <laughs> oh, jeez. I don't run our social media. That's all TJ. <laughs> oh, okay. Nickelbrook.com, obviously. Our socials, yeah. you know, you just go on Instagram, look up Nickelbrook. We're there. It's Nickelbrook you know, on Instagram. Scammer accounts. <laughs> yes, yeah, as soon as but, you put uh, a giveaway. Anytime you do a giveaway, that's it. They're on it. They're I know. Just like, it's, it's so it's annoying. Unbelievable. Yeah. It's Nickelbrook Brewing on Instagram and Nickelbrook Beer on Twitter. That's yeah. us. There yes. You go. Find us. Share yep. the love. Have conversations with us. We wanna. We wanna talk to all of you beautiful people. So, yeah, love it. Reach out, please. And we're please. And seriously, yeah, we're always open for great beer ideas, and and from that, just starting great conversations and stuff too. So we appreciate any any comments coming our way. We're always always here to listen for sure. I love it. Uh, you guys are, are really valuable members of the the beer community. I appreciate, like Tiff said, appreciate you guys uh, immensely. Both of you. It's uh, yeah. Just a, just a genuine pleasure, man, that, that knowing the people that you guys are out here, it's, it's beautiful. So thank you again for taking the time to hang out uh, you know, both before the session and this uh, great conversation here and for this exceptional beer. Um, the beer is available right now, guys, at nickelbrook.com. You can order it if you're anywhere in Ontario, or you can swing by either Etobicoke or Burlington Breweries and pick it up and give Liam and Gordo a nice big hug. Yeah. Uh, if we're allowed to do that, I don't know what the rules are It's like anymore. social distance hug. Right? <laughs> um, I'm just going to wrap this up. Stick around for two seconds once we finish it and we'll, we'll let you guys go. Cool. But um, guys, thank you again. Uh, everyone, if you enjoyed the episode, smash the thumbs up, hit subscribe below, hit the notification bell so you know when the new new drops. Follow us on social media at <laughs> BOS Podcast. Uh, check out the long form audio. We drop every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Spotify, excuse me, Jesus Christ. Uh, YouTube, Spotify, oh, Apple wait, Podcast. Wait, I know. <laughs> this is wonderful beer. I just got this uh, hop yeah. parade through my nostrils. <laughs> Um, oh. uh, right, it's not bad. You can hit us up with a nice little Spotify opened up the little five star rating thing going on. Ooh. So you can do that like Apple uh, Podcasts if you're feeling the vibes. That helps so much. Mm -hmm. And uh, make sure at LinkUpBeer everywhere. Um, LinkUpBeer.org is the website as well. So if you are a bi POC and you want to get involved, or if you know somebody who might want to get involved, you can hit up the website and you can apply directly there. You will talk to the wonderful Danielle. She will uh, take you through the process. Um, that's basically it, guys. Appreciate y'all. We'll see you next week. Get we have Black is Beautiful. Black is Beautiful Thanks, dropping everything. this month as well. Nice. So check it out. It's a Black IPA. So it's like we haven't done one of those in a long time. So cool. Yeah. Uh, freshly, freshly canned today. So it should it turn out hey, amazing. Look at us. We're super oh, excited. Amazing. Guys, okay. check that out. So make sure out. you check that. Nickelbrook.com. Nickelbrook and you can grab both Link Up and the Black is Beautiful. Support amazing causes. 
Uh, and a bunch of other beer. Just and a bunch on. of other beer. Honestly, get everything. Kentucky Boston is one of the greatest beers yeah, in this entire country. Please do yourself a favor. It is Love just it. out of control. Yeah. It is ridiculous. Don't yeah, front. Uh, go to Liam. Appreciate y'all. Guys, Bye. get Cheers. in ya.